Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week. This week, I want to talk to you about the latest trends in white papers. Now, this is a very important topic. Even if you don't write white papers and have no intention of ever writing a white paper, you need to know about white papers because white papers really are the king of content in B2B marketing. So it's going to impact you even if you specialize in another type of project. You need to know about white papers. And if you do write white papers and you or you plan on writing white papers, uh, then you really need to know what the latest trends in white papers are because that, that's that's going to really impact your business. So that's what this podcast is all about. Now, chances are most of you know what a white paper is. Um, a white paper, sometimes called a special report, is a document, usually seven, eight, nine pages long, that B2B companies use to help market their products and services. You'll see business-to-business companies uh, promoting their white papers in their email campaigns, in their ads, on their website. It really is, for many business-to-business companies, the most important marketing piece that they create is their white paper. And they use that white paper on the front lines of, of virtually all their marketing. Let me give you an example of a couple of scenarios just to clarify what a white paper is for those of you who may be a little less familiar with them. Let's say one of your clients is a software company, and that software company has created an innovative software that helps uh, digital designers work faster and create better digital designs. And this software is so innovative that digital designers aren't really familiar with it. They didn't even see it coming. (laughs) So your client would benefit from having someone like you write them a white paper that talks about the digital, um, that talks about the new software and how it impacts digital designers and how it helps digital designers and how innovative it is and the problems the software solves and, and the benefits of this software. And... Uh, your client would benefit from having that in a white paper because they'd be able to use it, use that white paper to help sell that new software. To give you another example, let's say your client was a sales training firm and they have a new innovative sales training program that they are trying to market. They've spent, you know, three years in research and development and they're going to launch it. Well, they would really benefit from a white paper, or they might call it a special report, that explains what this new innovative sales training program is and why it's innovative and why it's new and how it's better than other types of sales training uh, programs out there and what problems it solves for clients. So those are a couple of scenarios you can run into where clients will want a white paper or maybe several white papers to help promote their products and services. Like I said, uh, white papers for many B2B companies is the king of content. It's on the front lines of all their marketing. So what are the latest trends in white papers? What's coming up? Well, let me give you my rundown of what I think the latest trends are in white papers. Number one, white papers continue to be the king of content. 
for many B2B companies. Like I said before, white papers are are on the front lines of, of uh, many uh, B2B companies' uh, marketing efforts. Okay, they, they depend on their white papers to, for thought leadership, to generate leads. Their sales staff use white papers to help close sales. So the white paper is very important, uh, and it continues to be very important. Here is another trend, trend number two. White papers are here to stay. There's nothing replacing white papers yet. There's nothing on the horizon that's coming our way that is going to uh, change white papers, that's, that's going to eliminate white papers at all. White papers are, will continue to be the king of content probably for many, many years to come. I recently read an article by Gordon Graham, who's known as that white paper guy and really one of the world's leading experts in white papers. And he said in that article that 8 out of 10 technology companies have, are, use white papers. They either need white papers or they use white papers in their marketing. And he said it's been like that for 10 years. It'll probably be like that for another 10 years. <laughs> okay, uh, it's, not, it's not changing. White papers are here to stay. It, it's not going anywhere. There's nothing on the horizon that's going to replace it. Now, who can, re, who can predict the future? I'm certainly not saying I can predict the future, but I am saying that all the trends are there, that white papers are not going anywhere. They may change in format. They may even change in name. And and I'm going to give you some examples later on in the podcast. But white papers are here to stay. Trend number three. White papers continue to be a valuable tool for business buyers in helping them make buying decisions. I recently read a new report by Ecolo Research, and they do this big survey every year of technology buyers. And they discovered in this, in this survey that 42% of people who are, of companies that have bought technology, technology buyers, 42% consumed a white paper as part of their process in deciding whether or not to buy a particular technology. Now, when I say consumed a white paper, that's different from someone downloading a white paper and then leaving it on their computer and never reading it. What this survey is saying is that these, these technology buyers are, are at least browsing through the white paper, reading part of the white paper, maybe even reading it cover to cover, and it's helping them make a buying decision. Now, business-to-business companies know this. They know that their buyers, for the most part, depend on white papers to help them make a buying decision. That's why they want a great white paper, because they know they need it in order to help sell their products and services, because their customers depend on white papers to make that decision. Okay, so that's why white papers, uh, another reason why white papers are so valuable, and also the trend is there. White papers are not going anywhere. Believe me, if business-to-business companies um, found out that their customers don't read white papers, they would stop producing them, and the white paper writing industry would die. But that's not what's happening. The trend is completely the other way. More and more business buyers are depending on white papers to help them make buying decisions. So that's trend number three. Trend number four The investment that B2B companies are making in white papers is on the rise. Business-to-business companies are spending more of their marketing dollars. They're allocating more of their marketing budget 
to white papers and similar content. Now, there are many studies done on this every single year, and the numbers fluctuate depending on which study that you read. But one study I read said that spending by business-to-business companies on content, that's white papers, case studies, infographic, infographics, that type of educational content, spending on content is going to increase by 42% this year. That's a double digit growth. So we are in the content marketing revolution. You really can't ignore it. Uh, Companies are spending um, money to create content to help promote their products and services. And the growth of that content, the, the growth of spending on that content is double digit growth. And white papers are are what they're spending a lot of money on. Any survey I read that has anything to do with the you know the top five content pieces that a B two B companies wants to create those type of surveys, white papers are always in that top five, always, and sometimes in the top three, depending on how the survey is structured. So white papers are there; they always have been there, probably always will be there. <laughs> Okay, so uh, the spending on white papers is going up. Companies are investing more money. That's good news for us writers. Trend number five, white papers are spreading into other industries. When I started in uh, business-to-business copywriting back in the 1990s, companies that used white papers were mostly technology companies. And sometimes some consulting companies that did a really complex consulting, like they were IT consultants or environmental consultants. They did some very complex consulting. Sometimes they had white papers as well. And that was pretty much it. These days, all kinds of business-to-business companies are using white papers to help promote their products and services because white papers work, especially a good white paper. I recently came across a a company, a a manufacturer of photocopying machines. And photocopying machines these days is not advanced technology. You can buy one at your local stationery store for uh, 150 bucks. But they had a white paper. (laughs) They had a white paper on on photocopy, on their innovative photocopying machine. So there you go. It's spreading into just about every industry that sells a business-to-business product or service of some kind. So that's growth in white papers. Trend number six, white papers uh, are going by many other names. It used to be that there were white papers and then sometimes companies would call them special reports. And there there was some differences between the two, but there was a big overlap between a white paper and a special report. But now white papers are going by many different names. Uh, White paper is still the most popular name. Special reports, executive guides, ebooks are the latest trend. Now, when I say ebook, I mean a white paper in ebook format. Often the joke is it's a, uh, an ebook is a white paper on its side with more pictures. <laughs> so there's a little more to it than that, more visual style of white paper uh, in ebook format. But there are, again, many different names that a white paper is going by. But most business-to-business companies use the term white paper as the umbrella term for all that. 
So even though you see them uh, going by many different names, you'll see a promotion by a B2B company that says, download our latest ebook on our new technology that will lower your procurement costs. Um, they may call it an ebook, but internally they're saying it's a white paper. It's, it's under the same category. So you can safely talk to your clients about white papers, even though they might call them different names. That's trend number six. Trend number seven, and this is a little difficult to explain, I'm calling this expanding structural formats. Doesn't that sound a little technical? It really isn't. What I mean by is this. White papers used to follow, and still do for the most part, follow a very standard format. If your client has a new technology, for example, and they want a white paper about it, you would begin the white paper by discussing the problem that currently exists and then how this new technology solves that problem and then the benefits of investing or buying a product or service with that technology. That's basically the gist of your white paper. It's a strong business argument. And then the special report format where where you'd have, you know, seven tips to this or seven steps to that, a more educational style of, of white paper is another format. But now there's all kinds of different structural formats. There are evaluation guides. There are white papers that are basically designed to get you up to speed, to educate you on a certain new technology or a new way of doing things. Um, there are many different formats and, and ways that people are putting together these white papers to a point where you could argue, if you're a purist, whether they are really a white paper or not. <laughs> you know, um, I recently read something from a company, a very good white paper, but it really was an evaluation guide. It was kind of a how to buy guide to a particular type of, of product. And was it a white paper? You know, a purist might say that's not really a white paper, but it's still under that white paper umbrella. We're talking about white papers used for marketing purposes. It's still in that same category of long-form content, seven, eight, nine pages long. Um, and that is a trend now where, where people and companies are experimenting with different types of structural formats, putting together this white paper in many different, in different ways. And there is another trend, trend number nine in white papers that relates to that. And that is innovative ways of creating the white paper. First, there is the standard white paper, of course, the seven or eight page report. Uh, there's the ebook format, which is the white paper on its side with a lot more visuals and graphics. Uh, recently, I came across an audio white paper where this company is creating a white paper and it's audio. It's actually the white paper is actually being read by celebrities. <laughs> okay, so you can you so an executive can listen to the white paper. There's video white papers. Um, you know, there's um, I, I know someone uh, uh, who is uh, an innovator in the area of magazine style white papers. Okay, so there are many different types of white papers, many different innovations in presenting the white paper information, but. It still is a white paper, but if you're going to write white papers, it's a good idea to become familiar with these other formats. Who knows which trend in white paper is going to emerge and become popular over the next couple of years. I suspect audio white papers are going to take off. So as a writer, you might want to brush up on your skills for writing a white paper that can be spoken well 
Because remember, an audio white paper would have no visuals. So you'd have to be able to write the white paper in a way that a narrator can get the information across effectively. And that's a talent and skill in and of itself. So that's an that's a innovation. Innovative ways to present the information. That's, in a, that's number eight. So those are the trends in white papers. Now, what does this mean to you as a business writer or a copywriter? What does this mean to you? Well, it means that if you build your expertise in white papers, you're going to be more valuable to your clients. Okay, so I would encourage you to learn whatever you can about white papers, even if you are writing many different types of content, even if you're writing blog posts for your clients, websites, emails, ads, brush up on white papers because white papers is the king of content for, I would say, up to 80% of business-to-business companies out there. Okay, so you want to know how to write and create that king of content, that white paper for your clients. The only reason why you would not want to do that is perhaps you're a specialist. Let's say you're a specialist in just writing emails or a specialist in social media, and that's all you do. Well, even then, white papers play a role. White papers are often promoted on social media. So if you're going to promote an audio white paper on social media for your client, wouldn't it be nice to know what an audio white paper is? You want to be familiar with that. So understanding white papers, knowing white papers, knowing the latest trends, it's very, very important. Whether you specialize in white papers or not, whether you write white papers or not, you can't ignore it. You need to know white papers and at least be familiar with it. And if you're going to write white papers, you need to be expert in it. So that's this week's B2B Writing Success podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And would you do me a favor? If you have any questions or topic suggestions, just drop me a line. My email address is steve at stevesloanwhite.com. You can reach me right there. I'd love to hear from you. And by the way, if you're interested in any AWAI resources on learning more about white papers, I'll give you a web address to go to. It's www.awaionline.com forward slash B2B. That's awaionline.com forward slash B2B. You'll find programs there on white papers. You'll find free articles on white papers. Uh, A lot of good information on white papers and other types of B2B writing to help you brush up on your skills. So I'm Steve Slomite. I hope you have a great week in your B2B copywriting business. And I look forward to chatting with you again next week. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slomite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.